wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Your boy is Matt, and Brian, I think it's time that we exert our influence to help out a friend in need. That's right. We got we could do a second week push yep. more than any other, well, yep. uh, as we did for uh, Kingsman. Kingsman, and as we did for that one booth at Comic-Con where we stopped by, oh, yeah. them with our presence, and then they got swarmed. And they blew up. That's right. They blew up. We got we to gotta give a friend the bump, because every now and then, you know, we, we see a lot of movies. Some That's do right. very well. Some don't do that great. No. And then a lot of the times we see movies that we review movies that didn't do well, but we feel like they should have. That no, yes. This uh and this is the case. This is yeah. uh, one of those one, one of those, movies, one of those that, movies that we saw we we really liked. It it was a lot better than it needed to be. Mm. And you know, we got to we got to let people know right. so that so that more people can start seeing it. And it won't flop as badly as it has so far. And it's flopping. Fuck. That sucks. Because it was originally projected at opening weekend would be like $50 million. Mm. It's made around $30 million. So that's a skew off. I feel like there wasn't a lot of like you know PR for it, though. It did, it did seem like they, they really kind of took a knee on this one. Yeah. Because it, it's weird. Because um, you know, the way you, you kind of calculate box office like success or not is... You take the the production budget, so in this case it's eighty four million dollars, mm-hmm. and then you double it for like PR, advertisement, all that other shit. So it'd be around a hundred and sixty eight million dollars is what they would need to hit. Right. And now they're at thirty million dollars. Oof. So they are well under. That's... They're like yeah, they're one hundred and thirty off being successful. Yeah. And you know it's it's weird for especially for this kind of movie to not. Well, financially swing and miss. Yeah. But the movie itself connects. That's right. So I feel like we should, uh, you know, call, make some calls. Make some calls. Yeah. You know, uh, and put the word out that Birds of Prey, the emancipation of Harley Quinn. Of one fantabulous Harley Of Quinn. one fantabulous Harley Quinn. Yeah. It's a big fucking title. Is a good movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's uh, it's 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 the Harley. Well, you know, it's supposed to be Birds of Prey, but all the marketing made it seem like it's just the Harley Quinn movie, and the Birds of Prey are kind of in it. It's like how the Dark Knight is supposed to be a Batman movie, but the Joker's right. kind of the feature player. Yeah. yeah. Or like how Avengers is supposed to be the Avengers movie, but it's Iron Man four. Yeah. It's like that. It's like that, yeah. Except if I, if, if Avengers was called, like, The Tale of Redemption by the, you know, yeah. Playboy <laughs> philanthropist, you know, uh, Tony Stark. Right. You know? So, uh, it... The amalgamation of a hero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Birds of Prey, which is, I think, the easiest way to refer to it. Yeah. Um, is the movie that follows Harley Quinn after her and the broker and the Joker break up. Her right. and the broker Jacob. Yeah. And uh, as many of them do. <laughs> right. And what's what's the the kind of the 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 plot driver is that Harley was being an asshole 
for the whole time of the relationship and now and but nobody could do anything to her because she was the joker's girlfriend right but now that the joker and her are through through and everybody knows through a public display that she did Mm. uh everybody's after her yeah and there's other characters other elements that all kind of blend together um in a movie it's like the mandalorian without a baby Without the baby, actually, no. She's a little older. She's she's, she's not actually, a. She's it, still a, she's still it younger. Kind of is yeah. the Mandalorian. Yeah. This is exactly the first. This is episode one of the Mandalorian, except with. Yeah. Bobby Quinn. Yeah. Think about it. Honestly, <laughs> you got somebody who's hired to find a uh, thingy. A, a child a, of some sort. Yeah. True. Yep. Um, and she finds the child, and she kills the other people that were sent there to find the child. Right. Right. Because the her boss sent multiple people, mm-hmm. and then she is able to uh, she feels bad for the kid, right? Takes the kid with her, mm-hmm. right? Starts raising her, gets close to her, gets betrayed, mm. right? Turn. By by her own peeps. By her own peeps. Oh, well, of course, other yeah. people's peeps can't betray you. No, yeah, right? that's true. yeah, yeah. Um, and then she has to find a new crew of other people who were wronged by the bad guys, that's right. or just had vendettas or were disenfranchised in one way or the other. Yep. And then come together in one last stand to fight off the bad guy who comes back in full force. You're undergunned, outmanned, but yet you still do it all. Dude. This is the Mandalorian. This is the Mandalorian. If you dumb... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This if you, is, if you alpha DC. bros need a reason to go see man, <laughs> birds, see heart, to see birds of prey, it's, it's Mandalorian. DC's Mandalorian. DC's Mandalorian, yeah. And dude, this movie has a lot of good things going for it. It's got a, oh my. Oh it, shit, we just spoiled the plot, didn't we? Well, to Mandalorian, yeah, at least. It's to Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, go get Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's got really great action. It's, you know, it's got John Wick style action because yeah. one of the John Wick boys. Matt, Le- Matt, Libs- Libs- Matt Lim- Libitsky? Libitsky or something John like Limbiscuit yeah. is there. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's running the show, uh, sort of. He's running the second unit stuff, while um, the... I'm going to pull up all the information, so give me a second, people. Sure. Well, it's... Um... Damn, I had the name up too, but I put it down. But in any case, uh, it's got, you know, really f- like good dialogue that's quippy, but... Um, very true. Like, like each character is very true to themselves, and yeah. and, and through their dialogue, they like they're able to bring out personality, like unique personalities. Right. Like each of the birds of prey are are you know different. Yes. And even like even a huntress who doesn't get a lot of screen time and is uh like one dimensional. She's like comically one dimensional. Like that's her shtick. Yeah. Like Montoya is comically one like the eighties cop. Like yeah. that's her shtick. So like everybody kind of stands out. Um. In a, at, yeah. In a way that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, really expect, mm-hmm. kind of like, because it, it does kind of set up that like, yeah, like they are one dimensional. So you're like, oh, that, but then when you start to actually interact with the characters, like, oh, there's a little bit more to them. Right. It's just that not now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think Huntress really sold the show for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> just, oh, well, one, I really liked her, her action sequences, but two, she, she has like this awkwardness about her yeah. that like really shines, uh, that you know, is is something you wouldn't is, an, is something like you wouldn't think about when you think of the archetype that they went for her character, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, also the uh, the actual uh, uh, villain, 
you know, even McGregor as, oh, as was, Black Mask. He was fantastic. He was amazing. So funny. He should have been the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because <laughs> like, it was that, he was kind of like terrifying and hilarious at the same time. Yeah. yeah. He towed the line really, really well. Yep. You know, so I, the movie had, isn't perfect. You know, you were saying it's got some structural issues. Yeah. I think that like, I know everyone was complaining about the timeline, how it was jumping back and forth, kind of like a, like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Right. I felt that it, yeah, like that was kind of it kind of slowed everything down a little bit it like did i was able to kind of go to the bathroom at one point and come back and be like i haven't missed a thing right because they just kind of re-explain like the first like 15 minutes yeah uh, and, I, and i get that's also part of the joke like because it's like she's not a reliable narrator yeah, she's not, exactly because yeah. you know harley quinn's crazy which is funny because sobia kept pointing out that i Tonya did the same thing which oh. is also Mar- a margot robbie um, yeah i know yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> she was just like i can't believe she did the same thing is that like a thing in her contract i was like it is it's got to be coincidence yeah. like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah because it like that she it, played a crazy girl that narrates unreliably that are, yeah. yeah and it's also like because it is her technically her story yeah so it would be her narrating it and she right. is unreliable unreliable unstable yeah and so. like it would have it wouldn't have shocked me that in like the last five minutes they fat like if they flash forward to like the beginning they like, go oh, i forgot something else right to like they go okay it's like and for some people i know that could kind of I mean, they kind of do for huntress's story yeah they're like oh right this makes this is what this will help you make it all sense make right. sense of it and then it's revealed because yeah. it's a it's a weird of like of the show don't tell but it also mm-hmm. this is like showing and telling at the same time yeah like okay <laughs> like the way you tell shows right yeah yeah um the way you show tells. or the way you show tells yes whoa, whoa damn yeah. here we go <laughs> um but yeah i i agree that like it was funny but the first 25 minutes uh where it felt like it was the first 10 minutes three or the first like seven minutes told three times yeah you know, and even in the execution of that concept, I feel like it could have been done better. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, uh, Mon- when Montoya just gets like reamed out, and uh, she gets the call from Canary. You're a good cop, Montoya, but you gotta turn in. You're dangerous. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you don't play by the rules. Yeah, like, you can't. Uh, you gotta fall in line. Yeah. But uh, she, yeah. So she gets the call from Canary, mm-hmm. and the Canary's like, "You gotta find Cassandra Kane." Right. And you're just like, "Oh, that was the kid that you just right." And then yeah. you do the flashback, but. I feel like if she was like, you got to find, and then, and then she stopped her there. I was like, oh, right. You're not going to get this unless I explain. And then they go through everything. And then she goes like, you got to find Cassandra King. Like you all, like all points lead to this. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and, but instead you go to the flashback already knowing that Cassandra Kane has to have the diamond. Right. Yeah. You know? And so when you see her doing it, it's, they're showing you things you already know. Mm. You know? So, um, I mean, granted, maybe my way you could probably still put it together, but because you know that she's a pickpocket, right? Yeah, no, yeah. You get, yeah, you get everyone's. But everyone's... if she, when she says she took it, you might think that Harley at right. first. But then she specifically says Cassandra Kane. Yeah, I feel like if you do keep the 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 name kind of a secret for a while, mm-hmm. you could like lead one way to another and yeah. be like, oh, like is it a Harley's going to be the one that's going to be chased, or is it this girl going to be chased? So... Right, and it's both. And it's but, both. Yeah. So it's so you know I feel like little. Little things like that could have, like, you know, maybe polished it up a little bit. But my issue, since I, I'm looking... What I was most impressed with in this movie was the action. Yeah. Um, Because it's so easy. Like, you know, you, I think this action is better than most Marvel movie action. Yeah, this had a little bit more, like, grounded realistic to yeah, it. Yeah, and they showed us more. Yeah. It was great camera work. 
you know, really good stunt work. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more, it was a little more violent, which was nice. Yeah. Oh, um, is it violent? Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, but I do think that it had, a, it did suffer from a little bit of the, uh, like henchmen is just standing there, like the waiting one, for their turn to the walk in and get their ass kicked. Yeah. 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 Like that happened a lot. Yeah. And I, I think that that also kind of works in the universe that they're in because this is way more like it's sort of like Arkham fighting. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Because <laughs> like it, it, like people are like because the, the they're always going to compare this to the last DC movie that came out. So the last DC which is movie, what Aquaman, Joker. Oh shit! Right. Yeah. So everyone's like, "Well, Joker's is the master." But like, Joker's just a a weird movie that has like comic book drag over it mm-hmm. like it's not a real comic book movie it's taxi driver with face paint exactly yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah oh i live in a society that doesn't like yeah, fuck you everyone knows <laughs> everyone sucks yeah you know but this but that is... said taxi driver is a really old movie so if you if they want to retell that story with a flavor that you know people would appreciate but uh i'm not upset by it or just show taxi driver it's on netflix <laughs> it is yeah oh. it's good it is good it is <laughs> yeah, good it's very good but it's not like i don't think it was much better than joker I put them on the same level, honestly. I, I know, know you don't I, like Joker as much. I yeah, I think everything around Joaquin's performance in Joker is dumb. Really? Well, yeah. You mean everything except it's, his performance? Yeah, like also I don't I don't remember there ever being like a clown union. Like that's um, not a thing. It's, I don't know if it's a union as much as it's just like a company. I yeah, like the a guy, clown the guy, Yeah, like the guy sends out clowns. Yeah, I don't think I don't think not every clown can be an entrepreneur. Also, that's what bothers you about a the lot movie? Of it, yeah, it's just the business structure. <laughs> yeah, <it>. like that. <laughs> like, what's your business model? Just <laughs> hiring random people off the streets? Well, he's clearly not not like you know right. rich. No, it's also like there's like like how easy it is for like was it when he, he met uh, Paperboy in the basement of uh, Arkham yeah. Asylum? He's like, oh, here's this file. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't give it out. He's like, you didn't think of that before? Well, I don't. It's the '60s. Or is it or the seventies? The eighties, I think. No, eighties. Eighties, yeah. People dress like that. Yeah, they dress like that anyway. But when did when did Bruce's parents die? Well, that the thirties. Yeah, I guess, but I guess, yeah. But one thing, uh, like one little thing for me, if we're talking about things that, that like for Joker that didn't seem right, right, was when he kills that one guy and then he leaves the little man. Yeah. Um, Unharmed, he's like, you were always nice to me. That guy was never nice to him. Well, the little guy was nice to him. No. Why was that little guy nice to him? In the time we didn't see. I guess. Yeah, right? also, that's the thing. Like, I, after a while, I was like, I just, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. It you also, know? like, took him a long time like, he to his, kill his mom. Yeah, kill, kill his mom, like. Or to snap in general. Right, yeah. It, like, you know, it, he was, yeah, it took him a while to snap. Also, the whole like uh, he had that he also had a flashback too of like when you saw like him and Zazzy Beats weren't actually like hanging out right yeah it's like you could kind of tell from the whole thing of like they weren't hanging out yeah like yeah nobody that he was imagining nobody it. likes this guy right right <laughs> yeah nobody likes him but I think it was worth uh, they didn't need to show a flashback but I think it was worth him being in her house and then her like did reacting he, that she doesn't know did him. he have to he he repainted his face. After hitting that guy with the gun, after killing that one guy, we're killing which guy? The fat guy, Robert De Niro. No, 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 no. When in his apartment, when he let the little guy go. So oh yeah. He like. Oh yeah. He he must have had to. He, he had, had blood to, on it. He had re, he had to repaint his face. Uh, yeah, he did. He did it backstage. 
And the, it, it, that's where that's where faces get painted. <laughs> well, no, he painted his face first, and then he painted his face again. Do you think he washed it off and then repainted, or just put a second coat on? But it had to be a second coat. It that, that's because that, that second coat looked like it had a base layer. Okay. You know, had a foundation. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so speaking of a movie with less makeup, Birds of Prey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. We on the show, like anybody that listens to us knows, that we have uh, the Fleshy Woman. Yes, the Fleshy Woman hashtag. Right, which is uh, a, a kind of a, a... Show us your deepness, girl. Yeah. Oof, God. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's like a barometer just, that we have. canceled. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, so when we say, we ask if a woman is fleshy or not, we ask if she has a fleshed out character. Right. Like with... Uh, she fully realizes she... Have her own agency. Her own agency, her own motivations, her own goals uh, that don't center around a male. Right. Right? Um, Because we like to see strong, independent characters. That's right. Right? And, you know, a lot of times when you have, uh, like, a male-infested Hollywood, Mm -hmm. male-dominated Hollywood, women don't really get to have those kind of characters written. No, not at all. In this movie, I'd say almost every... I'd say every character does. Yeah. It's, it's It's a strong movie where... It's it's obviously every female is a strong character and they are the protagonist and every male is like a weak character and they're all antagonists. Um, but it doesn't. I really... wouldn't even say the males are the a weak character in this. I don't think there's. Well, even McGregor's not a weak character. That's true. Even Victor Zaz wasn't that weak. Like well, you kind of knew what's up with him. Like yeah, he kills people. He's he crazy. He kills people and he's got a little bit of. Uh, I I I loved seeing Zaz. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad he got he made it to the movies. Yeah, he's he's always kind of this fun character that they kind of like pass by because he's such like a great like beta. Yeah, he's boss. he's a big time beta boss. Yeah. yeah, like he's like mini boss. He'll never be the like the lead. Like he'll never be like Batman versus Zaz. But he's always lethal. Yeah, like yeah. he he's like his whole gimmick is that he. Kills people and then carves it into his body. He has a tally of all the people he yeah. kills carved into his body. So, like, visually, he's he could be kind of cool mm-hmm. or, like, kind of grimy, like he, how he was in this, where he's like, this weird-looking guy with cuts all over yeah, him. Yeah, he looked like Zayn Malik, you know, when he dyed his hair blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, creepy and, and yeah, creepy, creepy and kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, and he's got that gold tooth. And, right. Like, like, he's like, all right, like, this is a distinct... Yeah, Batman probably knocked out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, this is a distinguishable character. And, you know, he's definitely got a, you know, he's a fleshy, he's a fleshy woman himself. Sure. <laughs> but no, you could Actually, like, no, because everything he does is for, uh, for Black Mass. For Black Mass. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not. So, yeah, like, it, it's, it's, he's, he's good to play off of, like, because he's definitely a good stepping stone mm-hmm. to the, because then you could, you could kind of set how villainous your main bad guy is by using him. Yeah. And also, you don't have it so that all the protagonists are centered against the same guy. Right. Like, Canary, you know, obviously she knows that um, that Black Mask is, is bad, but she, her main beef, and Huntress's main beef were with Zaz. Right. You know? Um, whereas, like, Harley, she's, her thing is trying to survive Black Mask. Right. So it's, so it's cool because you get to spread the, you know, I guess the angst, the vengeance, you know, across two, uh, you get more sad, you get more yeah. satisfaction too. Yeah. Like seeing him die and then seeing Black Mask die gave us two moments of satisfaction, you know, right, yeah. which was cool. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think the, a big strong point of this movie is that the people who made it care about the characters. 
Yeah, no, that's that that seems to that be That was very clear to me. Yeah, like cuz this was always going to be a Harley Quinn movie. Mm. The Birds of Prey were just kind of like added on because I think Margot Robbie wanted to shine a light on lesser known characters. Oh, really? Was yeah. that was that that's was that, the, that was the whole idea. No, good for her. Yeah, so like originally I think it was supposed to be like a Gotham City Sirens movie where it's Catwoman Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. That could have been cool too. It could have been cool, but she's like, well, I think for the st- what the story needs is just these, kind of these, four damaged women, and then them to move on. I mean, that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It all works, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it all works. Because, uh, yeah, it it works out nicely. Um, but like you, you could tell in like her dialogue that they are not only trying to portray. Harley Quinn, the crazy, you know, clown princess, mm. but also that they do, she does flex her psychology oh, PhD yeah. a lot, you know, which is, uh, which, and, and her, and like she psychoanalyzes a lot, mm. which is good because it gives her character another dimension to yeah. it and you know, it makes her seem a little more, uh, she establishes her as a more, I guess, um, well, not like someone that's not just like kooky for like right, Cocoa yeah. Puffs, you know? Maybe like, she's definitely like a miss, uh, mischaracterized, but not uh, miss like people already have their assumptions when they meet her. Like, oh, this dumb, this dumb lady. Yeah. Like, how could she be so stupid to be with a be with the Joker for so long? And then you like find out like she starts like breaking people down. It's like, oh, maybe she's smarter than I thought. Maybe right? She, yeah. Like right. Like uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and but and I think that's kind of what was missing with Deadpool a little bit in okay. his movies, where like yeah, he's he's you know again like just zany and cuckoo for cocoa puffs he's got, you know? some, he's got some quips he's funny and he kills people right? right but you know that's they they haven't really gotten a chance to go past that with him except you know he loves his girlfriend who's dead right you know who so, is the girl in the fridge who's the girl in the fridge yeah which if the uh whoever is maybe if you're new to this and you you're new to kind of comics and everything so a girl in a fridge is a female character that's introduced just for the sole purpose to being killed to motivate the male hero right so, because there was a comic book with Green Lantern where he had a girlfriend who was murdered and stuffed in a fridge. And the only reason why she was in the, introduced in the comic book was to be killed. And stuffed in a fridge. And stuffed in a fridge. Right. Yep. Right. So, um, yeah, so that's like the opposite, you know, of what we of what we would want. But she's, yeah, I'd say her character is the opposite of a fleshy woman. Yeah. Where she exists solely to enhance Ryan Reynolds' character. Right. You know, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's... I think he, like Deadpool, has the potential for complexity. We were talking about this in one of our group chats right. earlier this week. That you know they've been missing because they want to, because you know, what sells is what, what people like about him. and What sells is his dick and fart jokes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I get that. You know, you got to. He's got the movies have to make money. Yeah. But uh, with Harley, I appreciate that they took uh, some efforts to realize her a little more yeah i like that in they they gave her a chance to be a character like yeah. a, a real character in her in her first real movie while they didn't be like well we could just rely on this we we know what we're like we put the joker in there and we know people show up for it yeah. we know if we put like a batman silhouette in there we know people show up for mm-hmm. it like there's certain tricks like a, a a movie could do especially a lower budget like with like how you're saying with deadpool like we could just do quips and action, and people show up for it. Right. And you know, look at look at the look at the outcome. Yeah. People showed up for people it. People showed up for it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that said, I like the Deadpool movies. I'm not a fan. I like them. Okay. But I like Deadpool. Right. Yeah, and I like Cable, and I like Domino, so, like, you know, that's... That's, yeah, that's your... It's up my alley, I guess. Um, But I I like this movie more, because it was... It showed a little bit of depth to it. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, And, and, you know, none of the characters were disrespected except for Cassandra Cain, in that, like... Cassandra Cain is very different from who she is. You know, like, they completely threw out everything about her (laughs) and just turned it into John Connor. Or, like, you know... (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah. In the comics, I think she's, like... She was, like, a Batgirl for a while. Yeah, she was a Batgirl. She was... Honestly, it's probably because she's too close to the Huntress. I think she was also raised by assassins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her dad was, like, an assassin, I think. Yeah. So, it's like, I get why they changed it. If they had to change someone... Cassandra Cain makes sense to change, mm-hmm. um, but you could have also just not called her Cassandra Cain. Right. You know? If you're going to do a completely different character, just call it someone else. Could have just called it Cassandra. Yeah. Like Kaz, as they did in the whole movie. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, you know, or I'm I sure mean, there I, are some... I think it's also like kind of name recognition. Like people go like, oh yeah, yeah I know that. I kind of know that character. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that. Yeah, that's why. But, you know, it, I feel like outside of Cassandra Cain, though... Like, Dina Lance and them talking about her mom and everything. Right. That was very good. It's like, oh, there's a deeper world to this. Yeah. Okay, so she, like, so her mom was the original Black Canary. Right. Like, was she, like, leather boots and, like, bodysuit? That's what I want to know. Canary, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to know. The fishnets. Yeah, the whole thing. And and then, like, with the the whole, uh, why do I forget the fucking, the murders of the... Huntress's family. Yeah, I forget the name. Something with a B. Yeah. Bitinelli. Yeah, something like that. Bitinelli? Something something that sounds like a mom family. Something that sounds like, yeah, something that sounds like a. a, Bertinelli. Bertinelli. Ah, I was close. Yeah. It it sounds like an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Bertinelli. The family style uh, of Picante. Yeah, Alfredo uh, Emil. Yeah, it seems like it seems like this is a very deep comic book world. Right. Like this is like this is like a good low budget comic book movie where you could kind of you could you deepen the lore of if you do like Batman vs Superman or you do like Justice League for some reason. <laughs> uh, this deepens that world. Yeah, and I like that it goes into Gotham's underworld specifically. Yeah. Like I think we're introduced to like three or four like big crime like like elements. Yeah. You know, they didn't even touch Penguin yet. No. You know, they, um, and that, which I think the Batman is going to do. But right? it, I don't know if the Batman is going to be in this universe. Oh, like that won't be DCEU either? I don't know. It's I hard. Think, cause they, like, is Joker technically this universe? No. No, right? Joker is completely separate. Right. So, it's, I mean, it would have to be because yeah. Harley and him. There's no way. There's yeah. no way that Harley would ever, like. Go for him. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, yeah. And because it, it, it's like. Joaquin Phoenix Joker may be a good performance, but he's kind of a, a wiener. Yeah. He's... There's no way he would capitalize. There's, like, for him to make someone, like, go completely head over heels crazy for him would be, you, you'd look at that character and go, like, oh, maybe there was something really wrong with you to begin with. Yeah. Well, I think with the, what makes Harley kind of more interesting to the fact that she got persuaded by the joker is that she kind of because she was a doc she kind of like worked her way up mm-hmm. just to be knocked down was kind of like that's kind of like an interesting thing yeah like she got too close to her work yeah um yeah i think for sure uh joaquin phoenix's joker um 
doesn't have that psychopathic manipulation. No, he's that, too busy worried about society. Right, or, you know, just himself, but... Murray! <laughs> I, I hate him. What was that? That was him. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, talking to Murray or Murray. Oh, Murray. Murray. But, um... Wanna hear a joke, Murray? No, Murray. Shut up. But, uh... Yeah, and, but, you know, I think what I also liked about the characters was that you could easily... Like, this could have been all ma- an all-male cast, and you changed nothing else, and, like, the stories would have worked the same. So, like, what right. I mean is, like, it, they're good characters first, mm-hmm. and then they're just happen to be girls. Right. You know? Like, um, like with Ripley. You know, Ripley was could have been written for a guy or a girl. Right. You know? And Sigourney Weaver just happened to come in and then add something to it, which was nice. Yeah. You know, but Huntress could have been a son that whose family was murdered, and he raised... Guys. Huntress could have been Green Arrow. Hunter, uh, Literally. Black Canary could have been uh, Nightwing. Banshee. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Marvel, but, you yeah. know. So, you know what I mean, Could have been Red Hood. Like, it, like, there's so many things you could replace it with, but yeah, you're right. It's... I think it's it, they're just good characters written, and because the they're they are bless you, thank you. <laughs> and I mean the fact that it's 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 a female led led uh, movie uh, really kind of really kind of showcases that DC has a deeper character base than everyone thought. Yeah, exactly. Everyone not not a lot of people wouldn't look past the Justice League for like big ca- like you right. know worth worthwhile characters. Um and I appreciate that they did, but also what I what's I guess three things. So the last three, maybe four DC movies that were good were Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam. Shazam was good too actually. Yeah. Um this one. Right. Right? And what's great about them is that they aren't aggressively trying to build a universe with these. Yeah. You know? Like, these are all standalone films. Mm-hmm. Like, Aquaman, you don't hear about anyone else. You know? Uh, Wonder Woman, maybe towards the very end. But Wonder Woman is isolated in her time frame. Right. You know? Uh, Shazam, it's very present. It's very clear this is a world of superheroes, but nobody else is really... Shazam and this basically are, are like yeah they'll throw like a name here and there but it's not be like oh look Superman's in the sky let's right. talk about him for ten minutes or like you know they they won't like hold a shot for five seconds longer than they have to to show in the background like oh it's a lantern oh look it's Wayne Tower yeah yeah you know? yeah you know um and surprisingly neither does Harley she barely ever mentions the Batman no I think at the end yeah, yeah. once once yeah um so that in itself is like I think the movie benefits from doing its own thing instead of you know like the spider-man 2 thing where it's like oh like you're bringing or venom where you're right. like bringing in all these different elements that don't go anywhere because they're supposed to be seeds for future movies right. whereas this one felt more self self-contained mm-hmm. and uh and, and that way it felt like a more uh like a closed loop yeah when it was over you know no, which yeah. is more satisfying for yeah me. it felt like this, I mean, if you if you look at it in like a comic book, like like if Batman's supposed to exist in this this world, it kind of seems like Batman almost forgot about this area. Yeah, like he kind of abandoned it. Right. And it's like, or he's like frying bigger fish, big yeah. bigger fish. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's more worried about like Midtown Gotham, while this right. is like downtown, like Lower East Side ish mm-hmm. Gotham. Yeah, and also seems like you know Gotham's usually so dark and grimy, um, but yeah, in that, the middle like, of the day, the, that could have been like this. Also, this movie the heights. is yeah. like. Yeah, it, like, the, that chase scene through, I guess, was it, like, the, the marketplace? Mm-hmm. 
It was not only was it colorful, yeah. not only was it claustrophobic, like there was danger around every corner. Like yeah. it, it was everything I think what Zack Snyder wanted to make. Right. But couldn't because he was like, well, it has to be bigger. Because he's colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> he only knows two colors, blue and, and gray. gray. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this movie, like, it it, it didn't shy away from its weirdness. Mm. And, that, and that should be kind of looked at it, it's like a, as a super positive because comic books are fucking weird. For sure. Yeah. And what, what the thing is, what makes comic books cool is that you can get weird and not follow the same, um, you know, formula that... That everything else does. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, this movie's getting punished for that. It seems, but honestly, I think it was more just bad marketing than anything. I think. I think it. Yeah, and, and I don't know if it's the whole like uh, go woke get broke kind of mentality. Mm. I don't know if because when I went to see the movie, there was a whole, like they're like, oh yeah, like I know I know a lot of people on Twitter like oh, dudes aren't going to go see this movie. You know, you, you kind of set this up to like a Charlie's Angels thing where you know you only cater to one side of the crowd. It's like. There's a bunch of dudes in the movie theater. And, and yeah, I was like, yeah. I think the whole thing is a lot of people made that assumption about this movie. That I've never saw anything where like the commercial's like, all right, ladies, this yeah. one's for you. Right. Whereas, like, no, it's like, this Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you alone on Valentine's Day, you dumb bitch. Like, yeah. here we go. Birds of prey. <laughs> it's like, don't be alone again. Like, Take your ladies out to this get one. On out. You upset there's no more Magic Mike? Well, fuck you. Here we go. <laughs> Like no, it, and it's um, yeah, and it, it it doesn't like kind of only make men look like complete dipshits and idiots. Like there, like there are evil dudes in this, but there's also like random like evil women too. Yeah, like, like no one like they're all assholes in the right. movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like no one's like a shining example of like womanhood or like like Wonder Woman's not there. And it's like oh, I wish I could be like her. She's mm-hmm. such a great role model. Like no, like. Everyone's like a dirt asshole. Yeah, like I think a even bit... her friends in the beginning are dirt. Yeah, assholes. yeah, to her because <laughs> they're yeah. talking mad shit. Mad shit. Um, I do like that they included the roller derby though. Yeah, because like it's just another thing from the comics that they that they like included. It, and yeah, it's another... just showed more care for the character. Yeah, it's like an like Harley Quinn had a like an early run, like right at was it after like New Fifty Two when things started, where she became more of a character on her own, where yeah. like her. Becoming more of an anti-hero to a hero. I think she. they tried to make her just like girl Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, Deadpool works. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. And, and so, it worked. Yeah, so she, she had her I own think it was thing. after Suicide Squad, I think. They, yeah. Like, she really... Kind of went out on her own. Yeah. And and she, yeah, that's where, like, her, her and Poison Ivy became friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kind of, like, interacts, like... It's more of, like, uh, kid sister-ish with Batman now yeah. instead of, like, antagonist-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she... She, like, moved to, like, downtown Brooklyn or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, so, yeah, she lives in a shitty apartment, but she goes roller derby and has, like, a hyena. It's, like, it's it's a it's a fun story. And that and that, that's also what this movie's fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, you know, one, let, let, let's talk about the action. Because okay. for me... Talk about that action, boss. That, 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 all about that action. So, like, you know, with, uh... If you, if you were a bro that was like, oh, girls... I don't want to watch a movie with girls in it. Girls can't throw punches. They can only throw kisses at me, bro. (laughs) If you're those guys, the action in this movie is mad good. It is so good. It's shot so well. There's such good stunt work. There's such good, like, violence. There's, like, really great just camera work. It's just, oh my goodness. The only one that, and it's believable. The only one that's not believable is Montoya because she's, like, 60, you know? Rosie Perez out there. 
She's going after it. She's going. I like it. She's always plays that cop. Like, like in Pineapple Express, she was the same character. Right, yeah. Like, who the fuck is this Dale Denton guy? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she, yeah, she has like the, uh, <laughs> her big move is like to jump on somebody and try to put him in the sleeper hole. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that every time she threw a punch, like her stunt double had to put the wheel. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Her short uh, stunt double. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, for me, the highlight is the scene. Uh, well, first of all, the entire amusement mile, like the end fight, was that the yeah, the entire like half hour. Mm. This is awesome. That was a wild fight. Great set pieces, mm. right? You had the seesaws, the trampolines. Um, I really liked. Oh, they had the slide with like Huntress like stabbing the guy. Yeah, with it's such like down. A, such unique kind of camera work to go with this this set. Like you wouldn't see that in no. any like in a Batman movie. No, and for me, it all culminated when they were. Like passing cast, uh, cast like to mm-hmm. each one, and then the camera would then follow that, show a few things, and then boom, they'd get saved by. There's a couple of one takes that were like, wow, yeah, like, really yeah, good this. stuff. Yeah, you know, um, I, I, yeah, like just I really, first of all, I really like. I was thinking like, oh man, they got to give Harley her hammer, mm. and then they did, which was sick. And then she would just go and just boom, smack someone. Right, and as they hit, as they hit the floor, they land right next to Kaz. Right, right? And then someone else goes right up to her. Boom! They get kicked by Dina. You know, Dina like brings her, brings her around the edge, and then someone's about to get her. Bam! Shot by Huntress. You know, Huntress grabs her. You know, does it, and it was just cool. Just going yeah. back and forth. It was really, really cool. Yeah, like Cassandra. Because that's all. Was, it was all one take. Yeah, Cassandra came was our point of view. Yeah, and you and the camera moved around her, and yeah, it was it was like in the frenetic action of it, it was so like. It was clear. You can see what was going on. Yeah. And then, like, it still had this, like, kind of, like, weird lighting that was, like, oh, this is so fucking cool. Like, yeah. Because, like, yeah, it was smoky yeah. and, like, oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's such a John Wick thing, though. Yeah. You know, amazing lighting and set pieces. Um, so, it was really cool to see that done well here. Atomic Blonde went for that. And the action was good in Atomic Blonde, but this is a comic book movie. So, right, it's yeah. got to be a little more over the top than this was. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that Harley... You know, she... Yeah, you, ha- you have to accept the fight that this is... Somebody's fighting with, like, a giant mallet. Yeah. Like, you, you, you don't do that in a normal fight. A 120-pound woman yeah, this, is, is fighting with this giant mallet. On roller skates. Yeah. Like, you have to kind of accept it. Like, in Atomic Blonde, it would be, like, weird. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, Charlie Stern's fighting with a fucking... <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a ukulele? How yeah, I'm like, this doesn't work. <laughs> wow. Like, that accordion sure is yeah. strong. She's really going to town with it. But, uh... <laughs> but I, when she was definitely, like, powered up for this movie... You know, like, you, you, you watch most Batman uh, media or comics, and, you know, she'll, like, do a bunch of, like, cartwheels and stuff coming up to her, and he'll just take her out with one punch. One punch to the face. Yeah. Yep. But in this one, she's, like, throwing acrobatics, she's breaking people's legs. Dude, she was a leg hunter. Oh, she yeah. broke, like, eight kneecaps. And, like, legs were inverted. No one was safe below no the No one waist. was safe below the... <laughs> kneecapped and fuck oof yeah that one the the fight scene in the police station where she caught that guy's legs in between the car oh yeah I was like, oh. yeah that was bad and then got it again yeah. like just mangled it <laughs> speaking of the police station right. how inept is the gotham pd well they they let a rich boy in a rubber suit be show the, them up be the number one law enforcement agent yeah <laughs> but so, still she had like she had a and, non-lethal grenade launcher and i think that was great that they showed how fucking pointless and useless the gcpd is yeah because gcpd is like the worst case of any cops right i could think of others but yeah the gcpd whoever pulled like, me over last yeah. night yeah <laughs> fucking people. yeah 
but yeah, like the the GCPD is possibly the worst police force. Like yeah. except for like three guys, uh, three people is Jim Gordon, Harvey Bullock, and Renee Montoya. Bull- and Bullock is like sometimes, yeah. Bullock's like number three. Yeah, yeah. And what like uh, what for me, like if you're gonna do anything for the DCEU, this movie justified Batman. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is why you need yeah, Batman. Yeah, because one girl. Because able to walk in with a the fucking beanbag gun <laughs> yeah, right. and just wreck everyone. Yeah, great Captain Boomerang uh, little yeah. <laughs> uh, little piece at the at the end of that. Yeah, um, but that scene was shot really well too. Oh yeah, like in the like this movie has some really it's some great ass action. Yeah, man. like it's it's lit well. The like the camera work through the whole yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah one, one thing that I'll also say about Dina though is that she threw the same kick over and over again. It was either like front kick, roundhouse kick, front kick, roundhouse kick, like on repeat. Um, well, when everyone's attacking from the front, what is he gonna do? No, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Dina's known for her kicks, right? But it's like, it was just like, whereas Harley was like doing all sorts of shit. Like yeah. every time she was on, she was throwing like different moves out there. She was grappling, she was flipping. She I also was... think it's possibly maybe the comfortability of, of the actress. Of the actress. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, Margot clearly, like, put in a ton of work for, for this mm-hmm. role. And, uh, not saying that the, uh, the other girl didn't. I actually like that girl as an actor, like, Julie Smollett or something. Yeah, I think it's Jessie Smollett's Jessie, sister. Yeah. Sister. I, I like her as an actress. Right. Um, I was thinking, like, yeah, maybe she wasn't as, like... I mean, her kicks looked good. Yeah, no, I... I'm just saying she wasn't, like, fucking, you know... Yeah, she wasn't, like, doing any, like, Krav Maga or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, she wasn't doing anything, like, too, uh... Too crazy? Too crazy. Which I guess there's nothing wrong with. Well, no, I mean, you have somebody who doesn't have, like, a set fighting style, which could be Harley Quinn. And then you have, like, people who are more, like, fine-tuned, like Renee Montoya and Huntress. Huntress mm. may be the most fine-tuned fighter of the group, and right. you could see and it. you could see that. Montoya's a brawler, as you could see. And uh, Canary is basically just doing the best she can with what she has. I suppose, but usually Dina is a very established fighter, you know? Well, that was her mom. Oh. That's probably what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Her mom was Laurel Lance, and then... Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because she was never... Because even when cause she was working for Black Mass, she was never like, oh, you've been arrested for, you know, right. this, this, and this. It's like, no. It's then like, nobody even knew she could fight at all. Yeah, exactly. Until, yeah. Like, she was just she was just working. She's just a right. tough girl from the streets. Right. Because when you saw her fight uh, the sex trafficker boys... Yeah, she, she took some hits. ...beating the shit out of them, yeah. too. She yeah. was just like, you know... Mid-range punches and, and just high kicks, you know? Mm-hmm. She kicked mm-hmm. the dude's head through a fucking window. That was pretty cool. That was pretty sweet. Mm. Uh, but the one last thing that this movie really has going for it is the humor. Yes. It's pretty funny, and Ewan McGregor has a lot to do with that. Ewan McGregor... Let's talk about him for the next 15 minutes. Yeah. Because he is... He is really good. Yeah, Ewan he, McGregor he is, is a good actor. He's, like, made for this world. Yeah. And the fact that he hasn't been in, like... Superhero movies? Superhero movies before? Well, from what I hear, it was supposed to be Sam Rockwell. That, oh, that would have been good, Black too. Mask. Yeah, like, he was the archetype for the character. Oh. And then he couldn't do it for whatever reason. He, they didn't say he couldn't He backed dance. out or something. <laughs> yeah, right? And uh, and then Ewan McGregor stepped in. Yeah. Man, those are two guys that are like, yeah, I, I, I could appreciate that. I could that. totally see Sam Rockwell like, yeah, killing that role. See. But uh, Ewan McGregor did great. Like, he, uh, you know, like, everything from... Like, one second he'd be like, ew, is that a snot bubble? Cut her face off. You right, know? yeah, like, that whole scene where he's cutting off people's face, he's, like, so villainous and evil to, like, the guys. Like, I gave you all the... And then he's like, 
oh no no it's okay and he's like oh it's like oh it's kind of yeah. funny yeah and then this girl's crying upside down and it's like a normal human reaction right like, ew gross yeah yeah <laughs> Like when he's got all the when he's showing Dina all the things in his like office, right? It's like yeah, these guys used to be like you know great warriors. Then they lost and they had their heads shrunken, and now they're in my office. You know, <laughs> <laughs> now they're in my apartment. Yeah, now now they're mine. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> they're great people. They suck. No? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, he but did... then on the other hand, when he made that girl dance on the table, oh, like that was terrifying. Yeah, because he's he's yeah he's the most unhinged character. Mm. He. Uh, he was on Seth Meyers, and he did an interview. He was like talking about it. He's like, he's like, you got to think this character is not only just crazy. He's also thin-skinned mm-hmm. and aggressive. So he'll, he may sound like some people we may know, mm. somebody and you know, right, who has a, the worst tan lines in the world. Yo, uh, <laughs> but he, um, he's like you have like he's like a child who's like a murderer. Mm-hmm. So you, you when he when he gets offended, you don't know what's gonna happen. Right, and I think that's. Basically, what happened because you don't know which way the wind's blowing with this guy, because he's like everything's a party, everyone's having a great time right. in the beginning when he when you first are introduced to Roman Sionis, and then Sionis Sionis I think Sionis because they say it so many yeah. different ways in the yeah. movie, and it's it's funny because like if if you remember from the Red Hood uh, cartoon, mm-hmm. it's like. Black Mask, I think everyone's, like, pissed off because Black Mask didn't have, a, like, a, a skull on his head. But he had the mask. He had the mask, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you you can't have him with, like, a legit skull yeah. on his head for the entire movie. Because then, one, he can't emote. Right. You know, he can't, like, he, then, he then looks ridiculous. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think I think the way he looked, like, kind of like this, uh, this Wall Street fuckboy kind of thing, mm-hmm. where he had, like, these goofy suits, these, like, custom like a yuppie. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, yeah, it's like... What if a rich person tried to be a gangster? Right. Like, this is what they would do. Like, yeah. this kind of, like, very exuberant and, and like, flashy kind of person. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that works tremendously with his character. Yeah. As well as his relationship with Saz. Yeah. That was also, like, uh, got a few chuckles, too. Just, like, <laughs> it's like, calm down, boss, calm down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, a lot of people, like, I know, I think a, lo- a big criticism, not a huge criticism, is that there, like, is an implied relationship between the two. Oh, there is. Yeah. Okay. Because he's like, because Zaz's like, I know what he needs. Like, mm-hmm. like, okay, that's yeah. that sounds about right. So what? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah. That's what people decide to be upset about. People are upset about the tiniest things about this. I think they like the same thing they they would like with Captain Marvel because mm. it's like, I mean, besides Brie Larson had a very wooden performance and that action wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh well, she you know said this, she did this. Like they're just trying to find one like hole they could poke right make it a bigger hole and, yeah and you know how the internet works where it's like oh one thing let's leads to another it. yeah yeah like, yeah you can only fight forest fires with gasoline so let's just <laughs> throw a little gas on that and i think that like each person will they'll some people have like taken that like well black mask isn't gay Zaz isn't gay it's like you don't know you don't know fuck yeah. you who cares yeah you don't even know if they're gay it's implied yeah it's, it's like, vaguely implied yeah it's like they're not real people yeah I'm like that with my friends. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're not real people, too. Yeah. yeah. They're fake. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like, Dina Lance isn't black. Yeah. Usually. So? So what? Who she cares? did great. You know? Yeah. I know people were <laughs> so people were pissed that Domino and Deadpool 2 was a black... Like... So what? Zazie Beats did great. Zazie Beats is awesome. Yeah. I do have one negative about this mm-hmm. movie. Soundtrack kind of sucked. It was the Captain Marvel thing they did. Yeah. I like, like, oh, let's uh, put a... Let's put a 
a, a jazzy tune. I was like, you could put like no, you could put like some, you could put some bangers on there. It's just so like, I didn't like that that slow down hit me with your best shot. Yeah, it was like that's four years ago. Mm-hmm. Like that's what happened like in Suicide Squad. Like they slowed down a a pop song. Yeah, like I don't like that shit. Like, it, like but. Also, I mean, Hit Me With Your Best Shot is a dope-ass song. It is. But Slow Down, I didn't think it was. Yeah. It didn't hit it too. Ca- it didn't slap. Because the lyrics are supposed to be fast. Because mm-hmm. you you hear them and you're like, ooh, these aren't great lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> like, ooh. You don't want to listen too closely. Yeah, you don't want to like hear it slowed. Yeah. Um, I, I, I agree. And then I think like there are other like songs that were like just like a trap dubstep like right. vomit, you mm-hmm. know, um, that kind of... Yeah, also like takes you out a little bit but, but does, uh, it, does it fit the character though of cassie cage a, a little maybe i mean a uh, harley quinn and i guess a little maybe yeah. i guess um but you know i also wanted to talk about how funny the huntress was okay because she didn't get a lot of screen time she didn't but you know they really uh made a, a really good joke out of her the whole like you know silent like like raised by assassins mm-hmm. for, for, on a course for revenge type badass uh, right yeah archetype where like she's socially awkward as, as hell like everyone gets her name wrong like they call it a bow and arrow and how <laughs> and like how angry she gets you know it's <laughs> not <laughs> a fucking crossbow it's a god fucking damn like yeah. it was just, and then like her laughing when like harley steals dina's car it's like and then, and then like realizing that oh shoot it's not supposed to be funny you know like <laughs> Like she, like I want to see more of that character. Yeah, you know? I think yeah, she definitely got the short end of the stick. But also, I feel like because it's uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, you kind of go like she doesn't need to say a lot. Right. She does a lot. Of, like it, her, her just being there is kind of interesting to, mm-hmm. to in the first place. Like mm-hmm. she's she knows how to do nonverbal performances. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say something smart, but I don't think I'm gonna end up saying anything as smart at all. But like, like you could see like. There's depth behind the eyes. Like, yeah. when you can only see... Like, when she takes off, like, her uh, motorcycle helmet and you only see... Her, I was like, oh, that character's got some shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then you find out that it's, like, her personality hasn't really developed. Right. And the reason why she's quiet is because her personality yeah. hasn't developed. Like, she doesn't know what to say. <laughs> like, oh, and then she, like... And Renee Montoya only, like, does, like, 80s quips. Yeah. And, like, and she kind of picks up on that at the, at the end. And then everyone's like... Yeah, you got her. You Even Harley her. picks yeah. up on her in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, and also, uh, uh, shoot, I had something and I, and I lost it. Um, maybe it was about Huntress again. But, uh, oh, yeah. The, I, I thought the her costume was kind of corny at the end, though. Who is? Huntress, when, like, it was like, oh, they become the birds of prey. And, like, this is kind of corny. It looks like she's wearing, like, a tracksuit. Yeah. I, I think also, here's the weird thing about the Birds of Prey, Hunters and Black Canary, mm-hmm. especially their earlier, iter- like, they're, like, let's say, like, their midnight, like, early 90s to 2000s look. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of thongs and leather jackets. Yeah. So I don't think it would translate well. I don't, I think Huntress now is... I was more annoyed with the goggles, though. The goggles are, I think goggles are just weird. I thought the goggles and fa- the slash face mask was kind of lame. It's so, yeah. Yeah. It's... Not cool, especially when yeah. you got. Two I don't. I definitely no wasn't saying they should be. It should be thong and purple leather. Yeah. But like, just the goggles. It's right. just like I don't. I don't think that worked very well. But like the, I think the kind of like eye paint that she had before was pretty cool. Was cooler. Um, and also 
Montoya, I don't think, I still don't buy Montoya as anybody. Like, Montoya like, got hit by, like, the two heavies of all the, the bad guys that Black Mask recruited. And she took them both out. Right, yeah. With, like, brass knuckles. <laughs> it was like, I didn't buy that for a second. She's, like, five foot zero. She's 58. You know, she's a cop. And we saw how Gotham PD is fucking inept. So it's like, how is she beating anyone? Just grit, man. Yeah, Just right? Just grit. She, she, put, she knocks somebody out, and then you give that credit to another guy. I guess. That's how it goes. Yeah, seriously. Like, I liked that action, but... I mean, I mean, I liked her character, but I didn't like her in action. Yeah. yeah. What do you, this is going to sound really shitty, but mm. would you believe that if it was a younger actress? I, like, if it was, like, instead of Rosie Perez, maybe it was, like... I'm trying to think of a... Oh, shit. Like, Salma Hayek. I don't think... I think they might be the same age. I was about to say, I don't think Salma's that But, like, young. Salma Hayek, you can see, because she's a little bit more, like... She's built. I mean, I guess... I guess so, but then I I bought Halle Berry in... Uh, what if Halle Berry was Renee Montoya? I'd I buy it in a second. Halle Berry's ripped. Right. You know, like, Halle Berry looks like she could kill people. You know? And yeah. she... And we saw she John did. Wick. Yeah. Whereas, like, Rosie Perez just doesn't look like she can hurt anyone. Just throws a flip-flop at them. Yeah, Chancla. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess it's just because she's smaller. Her size has a lot to she's, do with it. Yeah. And, like, she doesn't show any martial prowess. Whereas, like, Harley is obviously, like, a... Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Like, they're all, like, skinny girls, but, like, fucking Dina's throwing 540 kicks. Mm. Like, Huntress has her crossbow, and she's got, obviously, sick grappling skills, and right. she was raised by assassins. Harley, the we saw... The Olive Garden of assassins. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh... Harley, we saw her do all sorts of crazy stuff. She's a former stuff. gymnast. Yeah, we, yeah. we know the most about Harley is that she's like a former gymnast and, right. a, and a crazy person. So. Right. And even Harley, I was just like, I'm surprised she, I'm, I was like surprised Harley was, was able to do all this, mm. you know? Um, but for Montoya, we just know like she's a cop. I think we're also you know, supposed she to. She kind like, of punches things. I think we're supposed to surmise that because she's a cop, and especially in Gotham and like the shittiest, looks like a shitty part of Gotham, uh, that like she's. She has her fair share of the punch in the faces. Sure. And she's probably punched and thrown some sand in the face, too. So, it's she didn't seem too crafty of a fighter. Yeah, she, like, fought dirty and stuff. Like she's I would have people in the dick. Yeah, like, like I, I mean, that happened a lot, actually. A lot yeah. of dick kicks. Dick kicks in the um, Which I would have... She, I think she kicked Harley in the dick, too. But, uh... <laughs> when they've kind of, like, squared <laughs> off, you know? But even so, like... like Harley just straight up one shot her with a with a phone, right? You know, and then when they're having their fight and it lasts more than three seconds, you know, it's like, I, I it just didn't make, yeah, I, she didn't add up. It didn't add up to me how she was able to to keep up with these girls, um, with an assassin, a trained fighter, and a freaking acrobat, you know, um, and you know, it's not like a, it, like maybe it's an ageist thing, maybe that contributes, but it's more just like her character doesn't demonstrate any kind of, uh, you know, martial prowess or nothing about her. You would have her. preferred if, like, she had an introduction fight that wasn't against Harley Quinn? Like, if, like... I guess. Like, if she took down, like, a criminal, like, just, like... Oh, yeah, maybe something that established her like that. Yeah. yeah. Or, um... Like, I, I wish they showed, like, she was a crafty fighter. Like, she's, like... Yeah, taking, exactly. Taking advantage. Like, you know how Harley took out kneecaps. Right. Like, she's just like, okay, well, if I hit this guy, you know, maybe in the ear, he'll be... And then... 
And she like nightsticks the guy, right? Exactly. Or she used yeah. more weapons, or she, um, yeah, or she like went for weak spots, like things like that would make more sense. She used yeah. her small stature, right? Like, uh, but instead they gave her brass knuckles, so she's going toe to toe with these giant people, right? You know, <laughs> just throwing knucks. That's all. Yeah, it <laughs> like like a Sonic character, just like yeah. I, I, I don't know. It uh, that's the only thing that didn't add up to me. Some of it still looked good. Yeah, you know. But that was the only time where it's just like, you know, eh. I don't believe it. But uh, showing Harley's original uh, black and red. Right. And then having it be bulletproof. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. Um, and then the whole like roller skates on the bike and then the car. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, that, when... and that, do- and that dock thing was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't see why when she jumped out from the car when she saw it was going to crash, she didn't grab Cassie. Right. She like let Cassie crash into it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but otherwise, yeah, it was cool. Uh, okay, we're about almost an hour in. Um, there's really no like crazy surprise twists or cameos, which good because no. yeah. this movie could stand on its own. Yeah. Um, also, I think they're in flux because they don't know who Batman's gonna be in this universe anymore. That's true. They so don't know who, who, who do they Superman's show? gonna be in this universe anymore. Yeah. They could have. Sh- I mean, no, not really. They don't have a Green Arrow yet. Nope. As I was saying, they could, they could add a cameo there. Yeah. Um, oh, also, if Montoya got the recognition she deserved and then went on to be to do cop things, cool. Or she was disavowed and just left the force, cool. But to have her join the Birds of Prey, like that, yeah. also didn't sit right. Like for me, it was just like she doesn't fit in skill wise. Yeah, just skill wise, she doesn't fit in. She could have just retired from the Gotham PD. Yeah, or if like, baby. or even if you didn't include her in the fighting as much, but like showing that she was a really good investigator, then cool. But she did it. She just followed what, what Dina told her. I think you would need to introduce Oracle then. You would need to uh, int- yeah. like, kind of introduce a whole setup. Maybe that's like for the Birds of Prey sequel, but it will never happen. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, even as a movie, I, I think maybe as like a that DC Universe or when they go to HBO, I think it could you could get something out of Because the only real, like, no one's lining up to see a Rosie Perez-led movie anymore. <laughs> uh, I think Ma- Mary Elizabeth Winsett could, could definitely headline it yeah. but you would need you would need to kind of set it up set it apart mm-hmm. you need you need like you needed a, a harley quinn to introduce these characters right if you weren't gonna like give them like you know if black canary was gonna be played by you know like carrie washington and then you know you like you you kind of set yourself up dc set themselves up for this not to have a sequel mm-hmm. like i don't want to insult the the cast in it but you go like yeah. this has no this I have no interest in this. If if the like these these act like the only like Black Mask is the biggest star mm. c- considerably. If I mean Margot Robbie and Ewan McGregor, it's their movie, mm. and the people that it's supposed to be about, no one cares about. Mm. So yeah, yeah, it's still very much the Harley Quinn movie. It's very much the Harley Quinn. Uh, so okay, so we're about now we're in. Mm. Let's give this guy a grade. Let's give this girl a grade. Oh, uh-huh. mm. uh, I would say somewhere between a seven and an eight. I was I'd thinking of like, seven, seven, I'd say and a half. seven, seven and a half. Perfect. Yeah. Look at that. It's been a while since we gave a seven. That's right. Yeah. We've been giving some pretty low scores recently. That's true. Yeah. A yeah. lot of mid-range. Yeah. Mid-range jumpers. Yeah, but this one's a little. I think it's a little better. So I, I've also enjoyed the the Harley Quinn cartoon that's on uh, the DC uh, streaming service. Right. You were telling me about that. Uh, a lot of the clips are on YouTube, but basically the whole episode's on YouTube. Oh, okay. So I'm not paying for it. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like that's. It's kind of like this crazy 
frenetic uh, cartoon where like you you see Harley Quinn kind of going through the same. It's the same thing where she broke up with the Joker and she's just trying to find herself. Mm-hmm. And like her cat, like her uh, supporting cast is hysterical too. Like they're just as like crazy as she is. So it's 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 a it's really fun. So I do suggest that if you have the time, find it on YouTube. It's you know pretty easy. Yep. Uh, or if you have the DC streaming service, check it out. It's it's a really good show. Thanks. I think I will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but guys, you know what? I think that's the shoot. Oh, we're shit. coming up on an hour. Yeah. And uh, what number review is this? By this the way, this was two double zero. Yo, Yay. we did it. Five hundred years of podcasting. Yeah, we got two hundred reviews. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I, I I guess that means we've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. We, Jesus Christ. Jeez. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Well, you know, guys. Uh, some of them are really good, so I'm proud of I'm proud of some of the work we've done. Yeah, you could always find the all like you find the most current stuff there on Apple and Spotify. I yep. believe. you could find our older stuff on Podbean. Podbean is all. You, I, why would you? Why would you? <laughs> I wouldn't go back too far. Yep. Uh, uh yeah, right. Just yeah. Keep well, it. Just keep it there. Uh, and you know, as always, you can hit us up on on uh, Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Uh, you can email us Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail dot com. Use can... lots of celebratory emojis. Yeah. Lots of uh, lots of like party poppers and balloons and stuff to celebrate our two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Popping bottles. Yeah. Uh, or you could buy a shirt or something on tpublic.com dot com backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast with a D. With a D. Uh, yep, and that will do it. Yep. Next week we'll do another thing. That's right. Because we just keep going. We don't we don't let big milestones hold us down. No, we don't. We're 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 proud but never satisfied. Okay. You know I we don't get complacent. We don't get complacent. Yeah, we don't we don't let off the pedal. We get bacon egg and cheeses, which I want to. They made bacon egg and cheese look pretty good. It was really good. And I was like, this has to be like kind of New Yorkish. It was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Sal did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Also, hey. Doc betraying her. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But like I like it, it's just like yeah, I mean money. See, you, you know, know how you know how it was in New York because if you go into a bodega and get a bacon, you don't call him a poppy. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, okay, so that's not New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you call him by his real name? Oh no, it has to be like Primo, which is cousin. Yeah. So it'd always be like Primo, like little bacon egg and cheese. But uh, you know, um, that's the yeah. And thanks so much for listening, guys. Yeah. If you listen to the whole thing, like cool. I hope you. I hope anyone that hasn't seen the movie, but. For some reason, listen to this entire yeah, right? review. You just want to check it yeah. out. <laughs> you still go and see the movie because yeah. it's it's really it's uh really fun. Just like the title, it's a bop, baby. Ooh, yeah. There you go. It hits. It slaps. It slaps. All right. So until then, till the next one. See you later.